Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's Nikki Glazer. This is Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to it. I'm joined by Noah in Arizona, Brian Frangi in Los Angeles, California, and Anya Marina back in Kingston, New York. But I was with her in Chicago yesterday for a Taylor Swift weekend, which we will talk about later on the show. But I just want to start off by saying that I, we only have like an hour and I didn't like a window to do this show. And um, I didn't do my makeup for it and I was going to be late. And usually it's fine to be late, but I was like, I'll just do my makeup on air. Cause like sometimes that's interesting to people and it might drive people to our YouTube to be like, let's see what she does. You it's know, like an incredibly so popular while, like TikTok thing to do is just to be doing your makeup while talking about whatever yeah. random bullshit. Get ready with me. And this is get ready with me on the show that I'm supposed to be ready for. This is an unprofessional, <laughs> like I'm late, get ready with me. So this is like, but I'm actually going to do it casually while we just talk. And I think I can do it because. I get some of my best thinking done while I'm doing my makeup. It's so mindless for me. Do you agree, Anya and Noah? With doing makeup, it's like meditative. I and never like, do my makeup long enough to even have a thought. <laughs> no, that's not true. You have good makeup. <laughs> you have good, you just, have good eyes. Sometimes. I, you have, that's like, all I go, I wow, that's a good eye. That's and Anya, your makeup's quick too. Minutes. You don't wear what, much makeup, right? I don't wear a lot, but it's all so annoying, the whole process. I'm like, sometimes I do this thing where I will talk as if I'm doing a video, an educational video, so that I can be less bored and annoyed. I'll be like, here's what you're going to do. It's so easy. You just put on a little cover-up right here, and you're going to want to get these under eyes. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. Some quick shading. So and much of your life can be more enjoyable. The time. 
if you pretend you're performing, if you're a performer. Yeah, just like, narrate. If you it. kind of tap into that. Yeah. Um, that's so what I'm, I do I'm during sex. Grab the shaft. We had the same thought. Same oh my joke. god, that's incredible! That's not the first time that's happened that we uh, had no, the same joke, the exact same. Anya and I are. And you guys simpatico. are on a slight delay for me, and it it's still it matched at the same time. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like I had this realization the other day when I was doing my makeup. I was like piling it on. And I go, "This is like drag queen levels of makeup, which is fun to do, but it is." It's reminiscent of drag queen. And sometimes I look like a, like there's this um, photo shoot shoot that I did. And there's a picture coming out from it and it looks like drag. It looks like a really good drag. And so I realized the more makeup you use, the more like it's, you're supposed to look like you're such, you're such a girl if you wear makeup, but it's like the least girl thing to do because it's really like, please don't think I'm a man. Like you're so worried. Do you know, is there something there? I was thinking like that could be a joke because I feel like make the less makeup you wear, the more secure you're with. You're like, my face is girl face, but like I have to pile it on and like draw on eyelashes and like winged eyeliner and like rosy cheeks to be like, please don't think I'm a man. It like just worried <laughs> covering so up I, my stubble. <laughs> yeah. So like the more makeup, the more like you might look like a man and, and that's fine. I mean, that's, that's a look. Sometimes I'm like very into that look, but, um, Things are changing no, I too. I remember back when I when I was growing up, it was like a big <laughs> deal if a man wore eyeliner. Like, like is Robert it's... Pattinson wearing eyeliner in this movie? Oh yeah, like stuff like that. I forget you grew up like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> is uh yeah is Jack Harlow wearing you know? Uh, yes. I uh, nowadays, especially the the young kids, they're all wearing whatever the fuck they want at all times. I mean, I've seen you know what boys with makeup with nail polish. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No one's making fun of it's, them, and it's like kind of hot. No, I mean no. They're some people are. I mean, yeah. I, I've been in circles where they're getting made fun of, and uh, I do not partake. But I, you know, I listen, and uh, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, yes, they're still getting kind of called out for being like, you just want attention, kind of, which is mm. like fine. Don't we all? Um, but what I was going to say about makeup was on our the show that you worked with me on, Brian. There was a person that a man who worked on that show, and I was so proud of him because he wore cover up over some zits he had and oh. i knew it because i'm a girl and i can see it but men don't even fucking notice so like women might think he wears makeup i don't know how i would feel about him like romantic partnerly but as someone who is like my friend i was like good for him he mm. looks better with it he didn't know how to apply it yet like he's in eighth he just started using it so it's like eighth grade <laughs> levels of girl or like ninth grade i don't know when i started wearing makeup and like actually college but really in my like late 20s but when did you guys start wearing makeup probably seventh grade i remember blue eyeliner was a thing and then blue eye uh mascara was a thing that was i think my yeah. very first china was my best friend and she wore blue eyeliner and i was china not was a spring my best friend. china was my girlfriend um <laughs> Oh, that was off key. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to be her, even though she's a, what is it? A spring or a summer? What's the one that like an Aryan Nikki Glaser type person is? Huh. I'm whatever what? that is not. I have hazel eyes and like, I don't look good in like pinks. I have I no idea what green. you just but said. You do Can a, you do a crazy mean? pink okay. lip and it looks There's so like a good. a summer, a fall, a winter, and a spring, Brian. Skin and tone? Probably, yeah. Oh. I don't know this. Oh. What, is what am Brian? I? I don't know this either. What, You're like what the am Aryan I? one. 
What does that mean? That I think the word Aryan is like bad. It's like hurting my ears in a like psychological way. Doesn't it sound like kind of it's Hitlery? Yeah, no, you're right. Aren't you a you're you're like a Hitler youth skin? Please stop calling me an Aryan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're not an Aryan, but a spring. No, just your skin is a Nazi. It's like Nazi skin, but you're not. (laughs) You're only a Nazi on the outside. I don't even think they use that anymore. Do they spring summer skin tone? Um, I this is the first I'm hearing of it, so I don't think so. But I mean, maybe I've heard of it with eyeshadows. You've never like, heard that before. No, I don't think so. I maybe. have not either. Yeah, maybe Sorry. it was in the eighties. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard okay, it either. I'm but a, I don't wear makeup, so. But I do live. But pretty I know close the shapes Sephora. of your body. You do, oh yeah, that's a nice. <laughs> that's where I get it from in Ulta. Um, yeah, I uh, we got to talk about this weekend. We did um, Taylor Swift in Chicago with, and Anya was there. My mom. I went two nights. One with uh, my boyfriend and his sister Khaki and his sister in law Emma and my mom and me. And um, I got these tickets very, I, I don't know if I can say from who, but it's a place I love that if I can say who, I will say it because it was so generous of them. Mm. Um, and I got these tickets because I've, I've paid, by the way. I was like, I'm not paying anymore for Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. I just can't. I've done what it. What number is this? This is, I kind of lost count and that's <laughs> like, sounds like I'm bragging. I would, I would really be annoyed with myself. Today on the plane, I was like counting. It reminded me of when I was like, trying to remember how many guys I had had sex with in my 20s. <laughs> like, I was like, I know there was one more. There was one that, like, it was, oh, I was sitting with, like, like, a I summer was shade, to... and he... <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah. <laughs> Aryan. Um, Aryan so I was trying to count, but I think it was the sixth or seventh. Okay. And, yeah, but it was spectacular, because the first night with Chris and his family and my mom... Um, was your dad there? A, uh, no. I invited him, oh, but he okay. turned it down. And I also invited him to go see Dave Matthews with me this week, and he turned it down, as did what? my brother-in-law, as oh. did my um, sister, like, as did everyone. What? But Sorry, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. People aren't willing to rearrange their life to go see you. But um, <laughs> it's, so anyway, um, yeah, so we, Saturday night, it said on our tickets when we picked them up at the box office, which I didn't have access to them before we get to the show. So I had no idea that I was going to even get these tickets because it was kind of, the, I got the other ones for Sunday right away. And the same people were giving me them. So I was like, well, what's going to happen with Saturday? So I go to the box office, eighth row, which uh, on the floor. I'm Damn. so happy with that. I've been oh first. God. I've been third. I've been seventh. I've been like 14th and like eight is perfect. Or I haven't been said seventh. So eight, I was like, oh, it's going to be the perfect spot. One was too close. Mm-hmm. Uh, three was, um, three was dope, but like the f- 14 was too far away. Anyway, perfect seats. And I get to the seat. I'm alone because Khaki and Emma go to get um, merch. My mom is doing something, peeing or something, and Chris is uh, getting earplugs for us. And I get there, and we are not eighth row, baby. Eighth row in this section has like a dent in it because the stage juts out. So we are front row. Oh, shit. Eight is number one, baby, in this little section. We're on the side. And it was like, oh, my God, we're front row. And it was, I mean... It was the best front row place you could be besides the one I had with my mom where she literally sang in front of us. But it was still, this had more like depth to it. So we were further away. I think they've put it further away so it's easier to see the stage at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they've learned that the front row can kind of not see as much. It was perfect. And uh, she made eye contact um, with my camera at least. I caught a little right. thing of it. And yes. it was just, 
the best. It was just such a fun show. And it was nice to be able to. Like Chris was with me, which, by the way, he made a hilarious shirt where he uh, it says Taylor Swift on it. And then it's all pictures of me. But if you don't. (laughs) If you look quick, Stop. you you can't really tell. Like you have to kind of like you go, wait, what the fuck? And um, that's exactly what I did when I saw the picture on Instagram. I was like, wait, what you, the fuck? It, yeah, um, I'll post it because I, I I posted a whole um, I made a whole draft of a uh, post I'm going to do about the weekend because I knew we were going to cover it here. So um, he it's is in the there. king of positive pranks. He really is. It was a good prop. Yeah, it was a positive prank because he kept it under wraps. He he like went in the other room to change and he put on his jacket and like zipped it all the way to the top. And I was like, I know you got something in there. And then the night before uh, he was like coming from somewhere and we were meeting up to go to dinner or something. And I go, where have you been? And he was like, eh, just working on something that's good. I'm like, he's always got a little scheme going. <laughs> and my birthday just keeps extending. Like he keeps doing surprises for my birthday. That's like more and more. Um, that is so nice. I, yeah, he's he killed it with like the. Um, the did I talk about? We haven't have talked we done about a thing since my birthday. No, yeah, we well, he gave me it. the funniest gift. He gave me a shirt of many things. He gave me like a long sleeve tee. And it's a succession theme. And just to explain it, we have this joke. One of the funniest things I think in succession is Connor. um, He's like the brother that's played by the guy who's um, uh, Ferris Bueller's day off. His friend, Ferris's friend, Cameron. Anyway, just to to tell you who it is. He's like a doofus brother. He's running for president. He's pulling at 1%, which he's bought. And yet he's really like into his 1% and he ends up, you know, having kind of some power with it because it's not nothing, but it is nothing. And it's so funny. And at one point he's like so proud of himself because there the one guy comes up and he's like, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Me and the con heads. We're just, we're all rallying around you. And he was like, con heads. And he's like, yeah, that's what we're calling ourselves. And he like lights up. He's so excited to be called con heads. And so then, you know, in a, it's a callback to it. Another scene where there's some meme that's going viral of him. And he's like, Oh my God, the con heads are going to love this. <laughs> and just that mutterance is the funniest line to me ever, but it's not what he said. I remembered it that way. What he did say is the con heads are loving this. So anyway, Chris mm. printed up a shirt with the con heads are loving this on it and hit a picture of him. And then on the side of the sleeve, it says con heads. And I just, I'm obsessed <laughs> with having jokes on me that are specific and cool looking and can those who know, know. And I think that's what I want in shirts. And so Chris found actually a really good designer and I think I'm just going to make joke shirts. Um, and it's unique it's so no one could ever i mean they'd have to make their own so that makes it even cooler yeah and you get to design it you get to have yeah i think it's a it's a fun little thing so anyway taylor swift was fucking incredible uh front row breezy beautiful night my mom was kind of like had a place to sit down and was like comfortable there was a whole story with some girls we got there and there's six girls next to us they recognize me um pretty quickly and one compliments my outfit, which I was wearing this kind of, I was going for like a look. Um, I was doing Evermore. It was like a long, flowy yellow dress that was like definitely the same color as one of the dresses she wore, the dress she wears on Evermore. But it also was like the style of a folklore dress. Anyway, I kind of nailed it. So much so that during the show, Chris is like, that looks like your dress tonight. And I go, <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. And then he goes, that Gets looks it. like your dress tonight. And I go, yeah, I've seen the show. he's like oh i forgot um i was like yeah this was intentional i look like a woodland fairy tonight like this is like a weird (laughs) look for me i wouldn't normally dress like this um so uh 
The girls. Yes, I, the girls. The girls. Okay. So there's these girls, they compliment my outfit. I'm like, it's the first compliment I got. I'm like, it's so excited. And then they, two minutes later, they're like, wait a second, are you Nikki Glazer? Can I get a picture? It was very nice. They were so sweet. They were also excited. I like loved their energy and they kind of sparked it up. So some other start, people started asking. So it was, it was fun. Nice. It was a nice little moment to have. And I was by myself. No one, none of my friends or family witnessed it, but I was like, yes. Ah. And, um, but I know, but it was still cool. And, but then we realized as the show started and people took their seats, these six people were kind of trying to fit in a place for three people. And mm. so they are right next to us, by the way. So in facing the direction that Taylor, we're looking at Taylor, we're all, they're always in front of us, you know, like she's kind of playing to that side. So it's annoying, yeah. but I'm like, damn, they're my friends now and they're my fans. <laughs> and so I can't, I can't get them in trouble. But then I was like, yes, I can. Like they've ha they've enjoyed two songs where we didn't notice. And then I started counting heads because some girls got there late and mm. a girl goes, oh, well, we're 15 and 16. And I'm like ushering at this point. And I was like, okay, so they're 16. That means 17, 18, 19. Okay. And then we're 20. There's only three spots. There are six people there. So I go over to the guy. One of the guys, and this guy is just can't understand anything I'm saying. I go here. I, I was. I had to tell him. I go. He doesn't understand any of it. I go. There are six people where three people are. Check their tickets. It starts after my boyfriend, the girl in that shirt, and he's just kind of like confused, but he wants to help so badly. So I like. I love oh, this no. guy. You know, like he. But he just. He's like okay, but he doesn't know. So then it goes up. The he goes over. Nothing is accomplished. Uh, my uh, khaki, Chris's sister, hears that they're claiming their phone is dead, so they can't show. Their their tickets their phone oh, is dead God, but rats. i go it's simple math you know let's go take all six of them they go plug in their phones and then we wait and see like there's oh my six God, people where three serious. people should be you yeah, know yeah. well it's annoying because it's crowding us and my mom right. is in the aisle and she keeps getting told no you're in the aisle so she can't really be free to dance because she doesn't have a seat and it's like annoying so and i was like they snuck in. They enjoyed two songs front row. They don't belong there. Three How of them don't belong there. How do they pull the shit there. off even in a Taylor Get Swift concert? I know. They're because so Because they strict. got lucky. You just, you, there's so many people that don't show up. Like, this is a point I make at my own shows. I go, thank you for showing up because so many people buy tickets and don't show up. Even, yes, to Taylor Swift. And so these girls have floor seats, but they're in the back floor. And they're like, okay, we'll just sneak up to the front. The weird thing is they did this during the opener, which most people don't get there. Not most people, probably half the people fill in after the opener. Smart. They just got lucky. Yeah, so then I told on them. The woman comes over. This girl means business. She's got a little headset thing. So oh, she shit. like is on it. And she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, here's the briefing. Okay. These three girls are sitting. There's six of them. And I go, I like them a lot. They're very nice. But um, uh, they need to go. And so she goes back. And I tell Chris. And I'm like, I told this woman. And I hope. And I'm hiding behind him. Because I, I really like this girl. And I don't want her to know I got her kicked out. But like, <laughs> I'm about to get you kicked out, bitch. And so this she goes over to her. She she gets them. She rings them up. They all they all leave because none of them belong wow. there. Oh, then <laughs> oh. oh, you think it's over? And so then I go, oh my god! And then while the girl the girl I don't want my friend girl who's right next to Chris out of the six, you know, right next in line, she's the one I like the most and who's we've been having a good time singing together. Like there's a rapport, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's walking by me, and then she sees the girl with the headset 
put a hand on my shoulder and say thank you oh no much like and so it was it was like the scene in succession with Shiv and uh, Tom and Logan yeah. being like thank you Tom and Shiv like through the door sees and so I go no right. and I say to Chris oh my god she saw and Chris can't really understand because the show's going on and I go Chris she saw me she goes who saw and I was like the girl who we kicked out saw that the woman the security guard thanked oh, me shit. and he was like oh shit and then I turn around to be like oh like if the sec- to show him the security guard or whatever and the girl is behind me now uh, because emma and khaki have gone to get merch so there's an opening she sneaks back behind and now she's behind me i don't know if she's oh witness that i have betrayed her or not but like she seems okay because she like i see her and i'm like startled and then we kind of dance together like bad blood or whatever and then <laughs> uh, and then Ironic. like share like hey now we got problems <laughs> like i have a little moment with her because i like her but she's got to go because emma and khaki are coming back and she doesn't belong there. No. She's so brazen. Then, and she but just then keeps yeah, slipping into the it. cracks like a syrup. Well, thank you. I, I couldn't believe it. We kept going, who is this girl? I go, she's going to go far in life. She really is. Because <laughs> yeah. she. we also saw her before, before she ended up back with us alone right after we kicked her whole group out we saw her get kicked out of the front front row number one on our section and we go wow. oh my god then suddenly she's in front of me then she's behind me oh then um thank god though khaki khaki was already onto this broad you know she was noticed that she lied about her phone that's who gave me that intel Mm. So I just sucked sicked khaki on I go khaki like I knew khaki, khaki and no nonsense um, and Emma would come back and not let this girl be in their spot. So by that time, my back is turned to the girl. I, if I don't, I can't help you, girl. I didn't see it happen. So then she gets kicked <laughs> out finally. But I mean, she was the the talk of the night. This like the talk about someone who persevered in like the same way Taylor does of like just tirelessly. Yeah, this girl uh, had on her eras of seats. Yeah, she did. She took us through like five eras. It was a wild night. Um, and I liked, I think I liked the, uh, her back in her seat that she belonged in era the best. But uh, it, that felt soothing when she was out of my uh, eye line. Um, but, she's going to end uh, up working in PR or something or be the next. Oh, she's like, going to go far. And booking agent for the next Taylor Swift. I'd like to interview her if she could reach out. I'd like to just know what your experience was that night. I'm also kind of scared because I don't want you she's to like, think it was I was on Molly. Definitely <laughs> did. Yeah, she, she will remember. Um, all right, we're going to take a break and come back with Taylor Swift Night 2, which Anya was a part of right after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. 
I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. Uh, I, before we get to Taylor Swift Night 2, I just want to say that I'm going to be in Florida coming up this weekend, actually, Friday and Saturday. I think it's Sarasota, then West Palm Beach. Yes. And those shows are um, going to be so fun. Florida's always so fun. I know, it's unhinged. And um, I love that I get to go back so much. Like, I feel like I go there twice a year and perform, which means... People are excited to see me, and that feels really good. So if uh, if you haven't caught me in Florida in a while, or you did before, the show will be different. So come out this weekend, and then also check all my tour dates, which are somewhere. And I will always... I will always know the show is coming up the week before, but I don't really look further ahead than that. So you're going to have to check my schedule, you guys. Um, okay, you know Taylor what the Swift biggest city in Florida is? Um, What's the biggest city in Florida? Miami. Incorrect. It's a, this is really? a trick question. Yeah, no, it's Ooh, not Miami. Like St. Pete, largest city in Florida. No, not no, not Tallahassee. Jackson, not Orlando. Oh, that's correct. It's Jacksonville. Can you believe wow. that? What? Um, now I'm going to double check just because I feel like I might be wrong. But no, it's it's Jacksonville. I've done this what's before. What's the capital? Really? Why Tallahassee? Is there something? Is there a sprawling industry that is keeps it? What's the, most of what's Florida's marshland? Right, it's like well, the only place. Yeah, 
But why does that have more people than Miami, though? I just wonder. Just a better infrastructure. It's almost twice as large as Miami population oh, well, that makes wise. Sense. It's twice as large as Tampa on population wise. It's three times as big as Orlando. Oh. It's like not even close. Jacksonville is a hulking behemoth of a city. I wonder. We, went, we need to do an Adam Ruins Everything about this. I want to know why. <laughs> you know, it's close to the Georgia border. So I don't know if it has something to do with just like being on the uh, Atlantic coast up north further, but it's big and it's not the capital. Tallahassee is. Okay. Anyway, that's my This is about as interested Florida as I can get in this. <laughs> <laughs> I've extended how much interest I have in that. It is um, a, an interesting fact, though. I'll give yes. you that. But I, I always like Florida, and um, I'm trying to think if I have a fact about Florida. Um, I don't, but I'll look up some before I go there. I got to get back into that thing where I like look up interesting facts mm. and then roast the city. Oh, that's That's kind of fun, because you learn that. some stuff where you're like, oh, my God, that was invented here, or like, you know. Yes. That person is from here and died here. It's dewy. Oh, yeah. It does feel good. It feels dewy. And yeah, you feel glowy and just like wet down there. Yeah. <laughs> so wet. You feel like a mermaid. Your hair gets all like kinked up. I love it. Um, and then, yeah. And people are people are generally nice. And the crowds are crazy and fun. And they like, mm -hmm. you can just like be a little bit more dirty. It's like, yeah, kind of reminds me wild. of. Yeah, they're wild. They're fun. So anyway, that's enough about Florida. Everyone's can like, you give okay, us, uh, for the on. people at home, can you give us an update on Makeup Watch? What percentage are you done? Oh, what I have, have you done? oh thank you so much. I kind of lost track because I was like, oh, this is good enough. And then I, as I convinced myself out of putting makeup on because I'm like, I'm naturally a good looking girl. I don't need too much. What, let's not go crazy. So I just did a mascara and then I colored in my eyebrows with a gel that which could be horrible because I didn't do it with a mirror. And then I put on some bronzer and I put on some uh, BB cream. Wow. And and then so I are did you done now? Yeah, mascara. Yeah, I'm done for this is like this is just like a this is my no makeup look for being oh, okay. in huge <laughs> lights. You look gorgeous. And I have a res uh, <laughs> some research you. on the seasons. The four possible variations of seasons. Okay. <laughs> I'm almost as interested as I was in the Jacksonville <laughs> population. I'm just stats. letting you know it is a thing. Mm. No, I believe it's a thing. It's just a thing. It's like Aladdin. If, like you are, didn't don't know references about Aladdin. Except it's you, not me. <laughs> I know it's the other way. That's what I'm saying. It's the other way around. It's like how if your hair yes, color is lighter than medium brown, do you think you'd be a spring or a summer? Do, are you seeing the word Aryan listed over and over again? Nazi? No, it's just people with blonde hair. Do you think you'd be eyes. a neo-Nazi or a socialist? <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, it doesn't correlate to that. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Taylor Swift Night 2. Um, this was the big uh, in the booth. Yeah, the this box. was in the booth. It was a different box. experience, but it was an experience. So I did not know I that you were gifted these tickets for both nights. Well, I didn't I didn't I didn't want to ask for too much. The people that offered, I was like, I don't want to overdo it. So I'll ask for five the first night because that's what they kind of were like, just go nuts. They kind of told me to go nuts. And I wow. go five the first night, two night two. Oh, I asked for, actually, I only asked for, I've asked for five for one night. And they go, you can have Sunday too if you want. And I was like, okay, uh, two. My mom and I will stay and go again. Um, and then they go, actually, you can have six for Sunday night if you want. Uh, uh, so days before I'm scrambling, like, I got to fill up the six. Like, let's call in the, the I want to scratch off the biggest Swifties of my friends. Like, people who, like, are kind of immersed in her. So Anya was a quick... Uh, pick because she obviously is learning Taylor Swift songs with me and has like starting a band. 
a yeah, cover we're band. starting a band, and you you preach the gospel. Yes, the blank spaces. Oh, yeah. that's so good. That's really good. Oh, oh. like it sounds like our oh. vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> sad like, vaginas, just, blank space. No, it's like we're virgins, empty voids. So yeah, it's not sad. Okay, desert voids. <laughs> no, I like it. Um, blank spaces is actually really funny. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so we're starting a band. So Anya, I invited her. She said, yeah, I'll go. Then Kirsten was like, I don't know. I'm going to try to move around some clients. And Kirsten gets like sleepy at like 9 p.m. So I was like, I, and she's, and nothing will stop her from her daily habits. Like she's not going to be like, I'm just going to fuck it all because it's Taylor Swift. Like she's a responsible adult and like is one of the healthiest people I will ever know. So I respect those boundaries. So I invited her, but I go, listen, if it's going to kill you, don't do it. But she rallied. She go, she's, she comes. Then Laura comes. Kotler, my friend from high school, who is the biggest Swifty I know, who I'm friends with, and we text about Taylor a lot. Um, I invited her because she knows Kirsten, and she's met um, Anya on the road when we've been in um, Dallas. She she uh, is like a, a, a bake, pastry baker. chef, pastry a chef, sorry, chef, at pastry chef at the Ritz Carlton. Um, wow. so she's awesome. Isn't that cool? Um, it sounds like her life is a rom-com. I know. <laughs> that's like, that's the rom-com job. Yeah. Rom-com job. And so, <laughs> that, and also my sister and my mom. So, is that it? Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was just the best group. Everyone got in yesterday on Sunday and we went to lunch and it was so fun and we were talking about ghost stories. On oh. your yeah, Lauren late, saw like, ghosts and then it turns out that oh. Lauren and EJ both have seen ghosts and Nikki and Julie have never seen ghosts, right? Mm. Never seen a ghost, never want to see a ghost. No, no, thank you. I'm not ready for that. Which supports our theory that maybe it's you're just one of those people that sees a ghost or you're not. Because how can your the dad and the daughter in a family see it, but the other people don't? Oh yeah, it's like a thing, a genetic thing. You didn't even Thank want God to see I didn't a ghost? get it. No, no. I because well, be scared or really my life will change drastically if I am become someone who can see ghosts. <laughs> I will be scared all the time. I am in hotel rooms all the time. Mm-hmm. I am like I will I can't live in that world. And like it's just too scary. Same. Um, so I've convinced myself that, that I can't see them, but I do believe in them because of Tyler Henry. But um, yeah, my sister's seen them. and um, But it was a fun lunch of just like laughing and um, any other highlights from, oh, we sent back a plate of cauliflower. I'm not joking you. Before, before Anya got there, I'm not kidding you when I say this. This is, this is going to make me sound like the worst person ever. I've never done anything even close to this in my life. I assure you. We sent back a plate of cauliflower three times and oh. uh two two things of st- steamed edamame twice before we just go forget it it's like not because it what wasn't was coming out it? hot it was coming out cold and the, oh. we couldn't help it like it wasn't getting hotter so i couldn't <laughs> lie to the guy he was like is it hotter and i was like no please try it <laughs> and so we sent it back three times and i was like legit legit like i'm so sorry this is i i will tilt you well and he's like we got a new guy in that in that um area so i was like be nice to him like just I'm not mad at him, but it it's this isn't edible. But this is yeah, what's just so cool out. about comics is you guys roast people all the time and you guys get away with it because you're just so naturally funny that people laugh. Because when I got there, I ordered an iced tea and Nikki goes to the way there. You can't fuck that up because it comes cold. She was like <laughs> roasting him. Yeah, I go, just actually put it in as a hot tea and it'll come out the way she wants it. Based on what he we experienced here. Like a civilian can't get away with that. Yeah, because yeah. he was cool. He was great. We loved him. I would have never pulled this shit with like a uh, 
like if my flight attendant on the way home today, mm-hmm. if she would have been our waiter, I would waitress, I would have been like, thank you so much. It's so hot on the first one. Like I would have been such a chicken shit. He was just very nice and like personable because mm-hmm. out of the gate, we, we sit down and I go uh, and a group came in at the same time as us. Now, if you're this is just a pro tip. If you ever get to a restaurant and a huge group sits at the same time as you, just get your shit together as a table and order before them because they're never yeah. going to and get your order in when they come for the drinks. That way you're going to get your food way faster. The kitchen's about to get backed up like crazy. So he comes over to get our drinks and I go, we're ready to order because when we sat down, yes. I go, everyone decide right now. Let's not, well, let's not talk. Let's like decide because I'm just like, then we can relax. And so we got in the order. We got our food. It was totally cold. It was as if it uh, they cooked it after the other stuff we were avoiding. But um, no, it was actually delicious. And I love <laughs> I that, that place so much. I think that was the highlight so. of the weekend almost for me was that lunch. Just I love hanging and mm. gabbing with the glazers. Um, it is so fun. It's so like that's what I was saying. Like when we got to Taylor Swift after a while, I was like, "Do you guys just want to go to dinner and like talk <laughs> yeah. about what we've seen so far?" Because it was that kind of hang. But the Nikki outfits- Glazer classic uh, restaurant tip is uh, this. I remember back from ten years ago. Now oh. is you you show up at a restaurant for brunch on the fifties or the tens. So you yeah. don't show up like, "Hey, let's meet for brunch at 11. It's let's meet for brunch at 10.50 because everyone and their mother is showing yep. up at 11. Yeah. Or 11.25 or 11.20. Yes. You know, like on the 30s and the, the hour, just pick 10 minutes or so before, 15 minutes Where before. Where did you learn this? Mm-hmm. And Nikki? I think I read it on Reddit. I'm not going to give myself credit for that, but it was one that I spread immediately because I was like, this is genius. But I didn't spread it too far. It's you a know? great tip. Yeah. I, well, now it's been spread. Fuck. Well, oh. there's... There's another classic Nikki from this weekend that um, I observed on Lauren's Instagram. And I hope, Nikki, I hope you don't kill me for this. But she, um, okay, Lauren, your sister, posted a video uh, of the stage and stuff. It's like the cons, you know, it's it's, um, Taylor performing. It's the whole crowd. And then right before the video ends, I hear... Kirsten, you're making me nervous. <laughs> I know exactly what that was. I know exactly what that was. Because Kirsten, we were in a we were in a box. I was. It was amazing for the concert. We were in a box seat, a private box with a stocked wow. fridge. It was oh private bathroom. No other floor people. To ceiling, floor to ceiling windows yeah. tilted. No other people. Toward tilted windows, so the window tilts towards the crowd. So you're like kind of looking over. It's so cool. There's a couple flaws with the architecture of these rooms that I will get into. But the idea of this room is so fucking cool. And I was so, I went through a range of emotions with it because it was to me, not ideal acoustically at first, but it was optically one of the coolest things ever. As soon as my mushrooms kicked in, I go, (laughs) you know what? This is better. This is better because it was so pretty with like the city um, skyline and then all of like you, everyone gets a bracelet when you walk in and they light up mm. and based on where you're sitting it doesn't know where you're sitting the bracelets are based on your ticket they're just random you get them out of a bucket as soon as you get let in and they geotrack you and then you, they light up in different shapes and like just patterns throughout the show and it's so beautiful but you don't see it unless you're you know above it all at the very the top long term lasting yeah, but, physical side effects but a really cool thing <laughs> yeah oh yeah it, you get wrist cancer Eczema. in four years but they you're Vertigo. guaranteed a uh, taylor swift ticket i heard that your mom went to the 
bathroom and then that girl from the first night showed up in the box. Is that true? <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, I'm here. <laughs> I would not, I would have been like, get in here, girl, because we had room. But it was, um, we all brought it uh, in terms of costumes. Um, and by brought it, I mean Kirsten's I brought with me and she put on five minutes before we left. But she looked amazing. I love that Kirsten will let me dress her up like a doll. But do you want to explain so why you said, Kirsten, you're making me nervous. Oh, because the window. She's like leaning on the window. She's like dancing and, on the window, right? Yeah. Is that it? I think it was it. Like it, it was probably that early on. I was very like, oh, God, this is going to make me crazy because there's too much dancing by this window. If someone falls hard enough, they're going to shatter through. And it's like, you know, men Kirsten's like twerking nervous. forwards and backwards on the window. Nikki's like, Kirsten, please. And I leaned on it. Yeah. And I go, this is sturdy. And then throughout the night, I was then like leaning on it. And you could just like <laughs> lean over. And not put all your weight on it. That's not what I did. But like you can lean and it was like a way to like take it in privately. And it was, um, mm. I found nice ways to enjoy the box. Like, but um, I liked what you said. Very though, you experience. told her, can you just not do it for like five minutes? I like that. Cause you're like, I know I'll get over this fear in five minutes, but just please not right now. It's like the beginning of the show. I'm worrying about my friend falling through the glass to her death. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just want to enjoy and this. Oh, man, I was just going through a lot of uh, uh, emotions yesterday. And like at that point, I was like, I just think I get in my head that I want to make everyone have the best time possible and like set the stage for it. And I put so much pressure on that. I think that's it. Because but I mm. don't really. I think that must be it. Like I want to control the setting so that everyone is having the optimal amount of fun because I know that it took sacrifices for everyone to like come out and do it. And I want people to like do these things again and not like regret it. And I also want, I wanted the awe of Taylor Swift and like what I feel for her to be absorbed into my friends as much as possible. And it just wasn't the setting for it. I don't think, but, uh, well, or at least I thought so at first. Box. But it, but by the end of it, I I realized watching the show from that like um, point of view, you get to see it as like Anya. You said at one point it was like a musical, and you're like, okay, I'm taking this in more as like a theatrical, like an opera. Like I felt like I was in the opera seats, like yeah. watching. I mean, it's definitely a sitting elite experience. You're right, Brian. You are removed. Yeah, I came with binoculars. <laughs> it should have. You're removed from it, so there's a little detachment. But as an HSP. <laughs> oh shit! Who's really cold all the time? I was loving that I wasn't in the windy Chicago throngs of people down oh, below. That's nice to know. And we had a bathroom, a clean bathroom. We could, I never did use it, but all these things were cool. And the audio, as a, like an audio nerd, was it was weird at first because you're there's like open windows, like these transoms are open, but otherwise you're in this box of glass. So the only audio you're getting is through the transom that's open, and then. I never heard that word. Oh, it's like a window above a window. And um, okay. I like that. At one point, Julie's like, she points up to the speaker. She's like, these are fucking us up. And I was like, she's right. <laughs> she's right. And then I went. She told me this today. And I went over to the wall and I saw that we had a button for a PA. So we're getting an audio feed that's delayed along with the oh. Taylor feed. Or maybe the audio feed was on time, but the other feed is delayed because it's such a huge stadium. Yes. So once we turned off the PA and you could like position yourself in a certain part of the room, the, the audio was much better. But at first you couldn't hear kind of anything it was like muddy so you couldn't hear taylor talking between songs which is like what i was hanging on for but then we could and it was such an incredible yeah, show. i don't know what changed 
I think it's similar to like the the first row situation where you're like, the first row is actually not the best seats in the house. I think I feel the same way about the boxes because I've been in boxes before. Yeah, you're far, you're detached. Allie's like a high-powered businesswoman, so she always entertains clients at like the Staples Center in the boxes, mm-hmm. and occasionally I get to go. So I've seen like Lakers games and the LA Kings and stuff, and I'm always like, do people actually want to watch the game when they're in the boxes? No, or do they just want to eat snacks? No. Exactly. That you just want to chat with the person next to you and eat snacks, which I love a box at a sporting event because I don't care about what's going on in the field. <laughs> and it seems acceptable within the box to not actually give a shit because yeah. you don't you're you don't you accidentally not give a shit. It's not even like because you're it's not keeping your attention because you're removed. Like it felt like being in the box. It feels like um, I love that uh, people that can't afford Taylor Swift tickets are listening to me complain about oh, my box seat. But it just <laughs> the transoms you, you in my box seat. <laughs> I was putting my hand out of the transom. Now that I know the word, just to feel the air because you're just like I felt like I was in a cage. But I could see out a sporting event. It's fucking great. But for a concert. And not ideal. Would I do it again? In a heartbeat. Did I have a great time? <laughs> yes. And it it was nice to be able to like sit down and talk and take it in. Like I'm I'm not dancing on my feet at a musical all night long. You know, like I just mm. I can watch it and like enjoy it or as a something other than uh, something I'm involved in. Like when she was like, you guys are giving it all your all tonight. I'm like, you're not hearing what I'm giving you because there's a pane of windows <laughs> up until the transom. So I don't feel included in like what you're the, like how yeah. you're absorbing my energy but um but she was emotional last night and i hear today that someone sent me that she and matt healy broke up i was gonna say how long is this thing gonna last um i felt it on i'm gonna say i felt it on saturday night (laughs) i was like there is some new emotion in some places in these songs that i maybe am like reading into because they haven't been seen like he's on tour and they're like it's at it felt like the time and maybe a fling like this if it was a fling was gonna end and i guess it's ended yeah you know what good for she can she i guess he kissed like a security guard this weekend or something at a show and that was she can't be. She's, what? she's moving. So it's like. I thought you were saying he kisses like a security f- guard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true too. Like you, there's a lot of footage of him kissing. I don't know mm. what that means. How a security guard kisses, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. But he seems like a sloppy uh, guy. But anyway, all the Taylor I, fans you know, that hate Matt Healy are probably so psyched. Like we told you so. Yeah, but you know what we did? We told you that they dated and that she did have a fun thing with him. So like deal like I now I'm like once I've defended that I'm, I'm like now they're done. I knew they'd be over. She's she's allowed to still have dated that guy. And like and it is I wonder what happened, but I can only wonder cuz I'll never know. And I don't even want to speculate because she's my girl and I don't want to I I I've decided like I don't want to talk about her personal life as much, even though I just really did go into it, but I don't want to get into the details of it until songs come out in which she lets us in, which lose Mm. you're losing me is a great insight into the end of her relation, her last relationship. Can I just say like she does, she tells us there. What an incredible show blown away. Thank you for that. It was so fun to watch you watch her. Uh, Oh, that's nice. You know, it's rare that somebody's that swept up in something. I know how much she means to you. And then it was fun to be able to dance like wildly and dress up crazy. I wore a silver oh. leotard. And oh my God. So fun. Oh, Anya wore a silver leotard. Like it was the coolest. Look, you saw it, Noah, right? Like 
Okay, was that from like your figure skating days? <laughs> Who has something like that in their closet? I've been eyeing it for months. And then finally the other day, I'm like, I'm just going to pull the trigger on things. If I'm staring at this thing on this website, just buy it. And I bought it. I wore it to Berlin, um, but I was too embarrassed to just wear it as a leotard. So I wore a skirt with it. Yeah, it wasn't. If, man, if you would have had that plan for like the big nights, because we never knew what the theaters were going to be like, Berlin was not the type of place yeah. to wear that. Yeah, Berlin. That was like a black box theater <laughs> yeah. at like a, it felt like a cafeteria. Because it was like, light out not, too. It wasn't getting dark in Berlin until yeah, 9 30. And I'm like, I don't want to wear this. Oh my this God, it didn't get dark until <laughs> like <Matinee>. yeah, <laughs> midnight. Yeah, it just wasn't, the, it was the, probably the worst show the whole tour to try to wear that. But like, you so got to wear it to I, a Taylor I was Swift like, show. Yeah, did I say that then? No, no. I'm just like I was thinking. I oh. I got to it, and they. Yeah. I asked Nikki. I'm like, is this ridiculous? And she's like, you have to wear that. I'm like, okay, thank God. Oh my God, this is because it's so fun. This is an excuse to dress. It's like our new Halloween. Yes, you can dress kind of yes. slutty and wear ridiculous things. Like I dressed like um, you know, a uh, like a English peasant for Saturday <laughs> night. So a woman who was stoned to death in 1920 uh, or in uh, 1820 uh, on Saturday night. And then I um and then on Friday night, I did like a witchy vibe. Like you can just do like fun stuff. And it was even Julie got more, into it. Ju- oh, my God. My mom looked so cute. She had this black <laughs> sparkly jacket that she got last weekend in Cincinnati when they were there for their friend's wedding. And she was just like, do you think I can wear this? And I was like, yes, it's so cute. And then she wore yeah. a pair of white pants that I got her for Mother's Day from Spanx that are adorable. You styled all of And then of she us. paired it with a um, she paired it with oh, a shirt. It. Oh, yeah. Did I? Yeah, you did. You told um, me to I get high out. tops, which was a great call. You dressed Lauren yeah, up so in cute. the cutest pink get up. And then you put Kirsten in a hot pink get up. And no, Lauren dressed herself. Oh, I gave her a jacket, but Lauren um, yeah. that had that pink dress herself. But yeah, the jacket. I mean, I it's so cool. It's just so fun. It makes you, you feel gotta like a do teen it. again. You, you gotta, gotta take advantage of these situations. You gotta dress up. You gotta yeah. dance the whole fucking time because you just, you start, as you get older, you just start running out of opportunities to dress up and dance and just release. And yeah. concerts are one active. of the few moments where you can. Oh, you can go nuts. And there's so pyrotechnics fun. in this show. And if, if you're not like a huge Swifty, um, it's just so remarkable to see how this woman has written her songs in such a way where they truly can become like a Broadway musical. Like, you know, Nikki, you can recite the rappy part of Shake It Off when she's like, my girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. What's that part where she's like, my girlfriend told you or whatever. Oh, my girlfriend asked his, wait, my boy, wait, my girlfriend asked his, wait, Oh my God, this is embarrassing. Sorry. It's all writing on this. Everyone Come on. Who counts on me. This is my ex man brought his new girlfriend. She's like, oh my God. And I'm just going to shake into the fella over there with the hella good hair. Why don't you come on over, baby? You can shake, shake, shake. Okay. So you hear yeah. that and you go, that's, that's not a rap to me. <laughs> wow. I just learned something today that is so intricate that it like that <laughs> makes that look like nothing. But yes, I do love that. But yeah, but you're put I on the that. spot and this was an ultimate, this was you on the spot. This yeah. is, yeah. you saved your family's life. Your fandom. Now. Oh yeah. my God. That was my lose yourself moment. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> but I heard that the first time and I was like, eh, this isn't for me. But then a decade later or whatever it is, I see it live and it's acted out with all of her, you know, like, let's say nine dancers and it's acted yes. out. Like she turns to one, she says a line, turns to another. And, and it's like a perfectly wow. choreographed Broadway it's musical. Fun. It's so well done. And it's just, it, it was really, really impressive that like cinematography, that's a whole other like you just think about the screens the, are gorgeous. The team of people that are putting on this show are just 
it's an excellent show. It is truly like a Super Bowl every night. Yeah, it is. And her voice is fucking she I could tell she was a little under the weather because she was sniffling when she was talking during uh, champagne before champagne problems. Um, and her voice just sounded like deeper, like when you get kind of, you know, froggy from feeling a little bit tired or worn down. But she did not suffer vocally oh, whatsoever. It made me angry because it was so good. And she just can't like there's places where it's just she can't be faking that. It's like, you know, she's ad libbing and stuff or like there. It's not like I wouldn't even know. Anya, if, if she was using a backing track during the show, how would they have it so that her mic works sometimes and then other times it does or doesn't and like when to turn it off there's or when a, to turn on a backing track? I was track. already talking to Matt about this earlier because it's so cool. Um, they definitely have tracks because you know how sometimes she'll take like the high thing, the high note, the really long one, and then there's all the. Yeah. And then there's yeah. there's something behind her. So there's a but cue. She's backup singers too. That, so like a loop will start like everything except the songs that she does solo. I'm sure or like to a track because there's a band playing a live band playing in yes. the wings. And so they, I'm sure there's like okay, remember where the m- mic went out and she had the technical yeah. difficulty. So at one mm-hmm. point her mic doesn't work. Probably somebody didn't put a battery in or whatever. But she's vamping over this long bluesy refrain that someone's playing like a bass thing Love or something her. right yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom, boom. yeah so that was probably actually being played live backstage and they just kept it going and didn't hit the yeah. cue of where the song actually starts until she had her right. vocal working well when i've done dancing with the stars and also mass singer they have a little click track yes. thing where it goes click 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 and then it starts yes. so you have this thing that keeps it the yeah okay but that makes their sense. But show just, is so well produced it is amazing would, if there was a backing track i'm just thinking for myself and i'm singing all night long i would think that at some point i would fuck up and not sing when i was singing and hold the mic away or sing it like i would fuck it up and people would be able to notice and and put it on tiktok i do not think she uses a lead vocal backing track and because I think she would not risk that. There's never been a clip of her doing that I was on, thinking on TikTok that too. of fucking up. I don't think she's so. Elite. Where is that? There isn't. There isn't. And anyone who says there is, I'll fight you. I'm just very. Can, can I um, interject for a moment? Because there, yes. there's been a development. There's <gasps> been a um, an addition to the Nikki Glazer podcast universe. What is it? And that is, uh, there's a, someone created an Instagram oh, account. the meme account. The meme account. Uh, I just want to give him a plug real quick. I don't know who it is. Do you know who I it is? I don't either. No. I almost don't um, want to know. Don't tell us who you are, because then it'll ruin it. Then we'll be like, well, then I we love gotta, meme it, accounts so much, and I am so flattered by this. Um, it is very good memes. Oh, it's a Nikki Glazer meme account? Oh my it's God, called, dude. You haven't seen it no. yet? I'm so excited for you to hear it. It's about called it. uh Nikki Pod Memes. That's on Instagram. Nikki Pod Memes. <laughs> Nikki Pod Memes. Uh, let me yeah. go through some of let's go through some of our faves. There used okay. to be a and really they're funny quite one frequently. on Twitter years ago on your old show. That was so oh, yeah. funny. Oh yeah. Quotes from Nikki. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I went to my own accounts like that. Already has 195 followers, nine posts. I mean, it's that's that's really good for it's just going, starting like yesterday. It just started. Well, my the one that got me was the first one and it's a um it's the one of Drake being like, "No," and then being like, "Yeah." And the first mm-hmm. one is making new friends in St. Louis like, "No." And then it's convince Anya to move to St. Louis and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> and that's, oh, great. that's cool. 
<laughs> um, and then it, there's one from the family guy. I don't know this meme, but it's a woman answering the phone. And um, it says, Nikki, when she gets her dream call, and it says, can I call you back later? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then, well, this one may touch my heart. It's Taylor Swift um, through a window t- communicating with another guy. They're both holding up signs. And she says, you okay? And the other sign says, yes. His sign says, yes. Well, no, but Nikki said you should be optimistic even if you don't believe it. And that made Aww. me feel uh, nice. And so, yeah. And then the and one then with in the Brian. descriptions, the descriptions of all the posts say the context of which podcast episode oh, yeah. it's referencing. Oh my God. And that one said so context, organized. literally like every podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get French picnic, American picnic, Canadian picnic. Can someone describe that? Was that was a joke me? from the Chris Convy episode where you uh, picked up a lollipop off the ground in the airport <laughs> and oh, then Chris duh. called it a Canadian picnic. <laughs> That's so funny. I got to send him that. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't get that one. Okay. So they have a French picnic. There's a picture of like a charcuterie board. American picnic looks like hot dogs and then Canadian picnic. It's a, a lollipop on the ground, uh, but it has like moisture around it. And that really threw me. I think <laughs> I don't like that. It looks like it's been like murdered. Okay. We got to go to break and we'll, um, I don't know what we'll do when we get back, but it'll be good. You're not going to believe it. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. I know how to pack for tour. I can give you a tip. Okay, what is it? Let me set this up. I have no idea. I packed three huge bags weighing 50, over 50 pounds each to go to Europe. I didn't wear... I wore like a third of it. It was the sloppiest, worst packing job of my life. I need an intervention because this cannot happen again. Wait, didn't you have Lugging that many... I had... Well, Chris had one. Ah. But I had three of those four. And it was, it was too much and it was so stupid. And I, you know, I always pack the day of, and usually in short trips, it's like one suit, one big suitcase and I'm fine for a weekend, but two weeks I went nuts and I need to be reeled in. So Anya shared what she did to pack and I, I actually am going to do it next time. I like it because I was taught years ago by my drummer, you only bring with you what you will use and that's it because we had to pack a whole band into a small like SUV on a tour. So that seems like, duh. Yeah, you so know, how like, does that work in practicality? So yeah. I had nine shows in Europe with Nikki, so I knew nine outfits. And I thought, well, how many pairs of shoes can I bring? And then I just thought, well, just pretend you're styling yourself for like a TV show or an event, and that's what you'll do. So I style myself completely from dress to boots to bra to fishnets like jewelry the whole thing i take a bunch of pictures i decide which outfit looks the best and then i decided like this is the munich outfit this is for berlin this is oslo this is tel aviv and i felt yeah. so relieved afterwards and it just all fit in one bag and then that was it and i still over it was great my one sweatshirt and one pair of shoes yeah, so you have you you have a lot to learn for the next trip, <laughs> but um, I do. I let me just say I'm not gonna ever do what you just described. <laughs> I, I as I was hearing it, I go, "What the <laughs> fuck do you?" That think? also you sounds know, like work. It is work. It's just uh, as much that's work as kind of that's what I pay stylists to do because I will never do. I can't. I just bring. I'd like to bring too much. I would like to bring a store with me so it like I have options. But I famously like. I, I always do this to myself where I bring an outfit that I don't know. I've never even tried it on and I bring it. It's a crazy thing I do. So <laughs> I will oftentimes not fit in the thing I brought and just have to make it work. And then it becomes like, okay, and now I can joke about this because if this, you know, like I used to say to Chris, like I hated when people made fun of the outfit they were wearing, like, Oh, I know what you guys think. I'm parking cars outside, whatever. Because you're like, you chose that. So why are you acting like this is a novel thing? But I don't mind it when you are taking a dumb fashion risk. I think it's funny to call it out on stage or like something is obvious about your appearance. Because for me, I didn't choose it. It chose me when I got there because I didn't have anything else <laughs> to wear. So me. therefore, I can make fun of it because I can't. I had nothing else to wear. And so if I'm like, I look like, uh, I don't know, a... I, I don't know what I've looked like recently, but uh, this is my brain on drugs. But I can't um, Barbie Dream Girl. I yeah, like no. I I mean, when I look like I've like uh, someone's just like gone like this t next to me, like like just blown me up, inflated me a little bit, <laughs> just a little oh, bit. Come on, um, you're bagging on your yeah, weight. That's 
Yeah, like I will just look a little because it's a tight dress. And so you look fatter in a tight dress. If you want to look, feel thin, buy jeans that are too big. It's awesome. I recently did it and it's Levi's. So it's just like a high number that you don't like they don't have a size on it. So I don't really even know. You know, Levi's like the yes. numbers, they don't yeah. make any fucking sense. I know. <laughs> so well, what is it? it protects my like, It's like 32, 32, 34, 32. Is it like that or something else? I, I forget. Yeah, it's like it's width and length. It's like what or it's inseam and length. But it's like I don't um, or and whatever. And then there's styles. They name them weird numbers and letters. So no, I loved this. I was in a, a Tel Aviv market and I just saw some Levi's hanging up and I was like those and they look like they fit. And the guy's like, I was like where's the dressing room? There's nothing. It's like we're in a small little corridor <laughs> like with all these little shops. Like, there's nothing. Can I take my goes, clothes off? I'm an American. Ooh. So I did. I just put it <laughs> really? over my jumper. I was wearing a very high, very short shorts, which I shouldn't. I felt culturally in Tel Aviv, I could finally like let loose. And I was wearing some like booty shorts. So I put on these jeans over it. And he goes, mom jeans, mom jeans. And I'm like, I know. I hear <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, son. He kept saying mom jeans. Like I didn't know. I'm like, I'm aware. He goes, they're big. They're big. I'm like, yes, I get it. And then, um, but I got three pairs of Levi's that are oh, yeah. like amazing. Oh my God. And I, it took me, it was, I was changing in front of all these people walking in a market. It was actually the most enjoyable experience because it was fast. Fuck, Just another does. American wearing Levi's jeans. Yeah. And yeah. You had to go to yeah. Israel to get Levi's. <laughs> Final <laughs> thought. Yeah, that is weird. You've that got to get to. your Levi's in Tel Aviv. It's the only place. It's like going to Istanbul for your hair transplant or like a nose yeah, job. Boys. It's like it's going to be the new place. Let me just tell I'm you on this you, one this last market. time. The upside to packing my way is an extreme oh, high of minimalism. Oh. And it's just so easy. Imagine going on tour and all you have is one bag. No trolley, no, no I, cart. I felt it before. When I have stylists, all I do is show up to a thing. I don't have to think about fucking anything. And that's what you've done for yourself is you've given yourself that peace of mind of not having to worry about that. I, I think I said final thought, but if not final fucking thought. Um, I have Kirsten's voicemail if you want to play that. Oh my God. Yes. So this is the, like, I'm so glad you guys made it to this part of the show because this is one of you know what? I'm not going to sell it too hard because people always say <laughs> I do that. And I'm going to say you just it's fun. Uh, we were doing prank calls on Saturday and Kirsten. There's a picture, too, of it happening. We'll put it on the, the pod. Um, who was filming? Were you filming? Yeah, that? I filmed. Oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. But she she calls and she gives away like awards. It happened on my reality show, but it's um she calls this girl, Michaela, who's <laughs> calling to give you an award because you were the biggest fan. So anyway, she calls my dad and leaves this message. My dad then sends it to the group chat, my family group chat and says. Let me see what he says, because we don't know yet if he doesn't, he has to know it's a joke or we're going to worry about him. But it's, it's so exciting to get this call for Julie, exclamation mark. And this, is, let's hit it. This is Kirsten. Good afternoon. This message is for Julie Glazer. My name is Michaela, and I'm a talent scout in the Chicago area. Last night, we had a drawing for the Senior Swifties of America contest. <laughs> I'm calling to get a hold of Julie Glazer today because last night, we actually were able to use Oh no. We actually were able to use digital technology and lasers at our show to track down our biggest fans over sixty plus. Last night, Julie, 
we were able to track that your arms pumped harder with a higher degree and range of motion than anyone else in the entire crowd of 60 and up. That means your shoulder flexion went past 90 degrees at least 170 <laughs> times during the concert. 170 times. Can you, Can you believe, believe it? it? I can't. I can't. So part of this award, because you pumped your arms so hard that <laughs> some of the key songs, Karma, Bejeweled, and also all of the red songs. <laughs> Do you see your arms moving so hard? We are giving you a special award today, Julie. This award is the Golden Senior Swifty. It's only eligible for the 60 and up. And because of this, we are going to ship out an album signed by Taylor. In addition to that, a new fiber supplement that Tyler is promoting to all of her senior fans. Julie, we can't thank you enough for the energy you gave last night. Your weight shifted back and forth. She keeps going. <laughs> 387 times. Weight ratio from heel to toe is also very extreme. It was She's a record shift, which means we know you were dancing hard. We know your dogs were barking today. Really, we wanted to thank you so much for the effort you gave in showing Taylor Swiftie that you are one of her biggest 16 of fans. We should ship this award out in five to seven business days. <laughs> Limited liability, LLC, National Review <laughs> Fans of America. LLC. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. It just keeps going on so long. Wait, was that pre-written or is that off the no, cuff? No, dude, she's off shit. the dome. Like I, I give her these prompts, and and she's she's like, I need a second. I go, you don't need a sec. You can trust your instinct. I've been watching her do this forever. She says the funny shit. Her the first time that was a, like an amalgamation of a lot of ones she's done in the past. But when she said. We've been using technology and lasers to track your movements. <laughs> technology and lasers is so funny. Like she picks the funniest things and all the red album. Um, that it was sounds just, like an I think you should leave sketch with like especially yes. the repetition of you pumped your arms yeah. like repeating yes. that phrase. It's the same sense of humor for sure. Have you watched the new season? Oh, of course. I watched it instantaneously. The Dude, second it dropped. how good is it? I'm I I really love the um the egg uh, sketch. Really, egg that's your favorite. <laughs> that's so funny. That's your notable sketch. My notable sketch is the egg one. I mean, the reality I, show. There wasn't one to me that stood out at at the highest peak of like there's too much shit on me, but it maintained a like there's too, there's too much shit on me. Is your favorite? To me, there's too much shit on me. Transcends comedy. Okay, that's the one where he wears a mask in the mall being like an old man and he's on a reality show that's like a prank show and he gets yes. this made up like an old man. He's like, and then he gets in the mall and he's like, wants to get out of it, but he's communicating with the guys he in goes, the van that are doing the yes. prank show and he's like, there's too much shit on me, man. And like, yes. there's, that one is not even in my top 10. <laughs> that's so funny, but well, I maybe, do know that everyone loves it. One time I, I have been the man in the van before on a prank show. So maybe I like related to it more right, or something. Right, right. But- I could, I watched that. What like, prank show? It was a pilot that didn't uh, make it. Uh, oh. Yeah. But um, right. it was, uh, you know, just a prank show. It's almost exactly like what you, what the sketch is. Okay. Yeah. And like, we had a van with monitors. Were and, you on, were you on being filmed or were you just a producer? I was the producer and I was, uh, I had the headset Not and I would say things to say to the person in their ear set, in their ear. Yes. Home. I did yeah. a show called Money from Strangers that Jeff Dye hosted and 
comedians would sit in a van and get a stranger that he found on the street to go into a store and then we'd be in their ear fucking with people and telling them to say funny things. It gave yes. me a lot of anxiety, crank, crank anchors levels of anxiety. Um, but yeah, I think you should leave. I'm sorry for this is inside baseball, but like th- you guys have got to watch the third season. There's one. The first episode has the reality show sketch that I think is one of their strongest, most accessible ones. About, Which one is that? Of, Tell me what happens. Zipline. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's great. I mean, that I one like, this can get like, your dad into it right away. You know what yes, I mean? Like it can yes. get your friends. You need intro sketches. If you know, I think you should leave. There's it's too much at first in some ways. And they usually with their shows, I think ease you into it but um there's one with fred armison that's hilarious that i really yeah. liked um but i've only seen three episodes i'm very excited for the rest oh no it's all good i want to be clear it's maybe my favorite show and i was looking for i was i had like the date circled on my calendar for when it comes yeah. out i watched it instantaneously so when i say it didn't reach the heights You're of like there's Taylor too much Swift. shit on me yeah i'm saying that that those sketches there's a couple of sketches from the first two seasons that like transcended comedy for me in the third wow. season i have to rewatch but it's gonna it's gonna need a rewatch that's the thing people if you think it's not as good it's because you've seen those this show is a sketch show that much, much like most sketches they get like better with like more viewing like the second yes. or third time you watch it is the best i mm-hmm. think would be the optimal it's kind of like less like stand up more like music in that way of like it it makes you want to rewatch it you know what 100%. i mean 100 percent. it's like a, every sketch is like a song and then you know you have the hit songs you want to listen to and then over time of course you like my any song. favorite is um the songs the uh sloppy steaks song and oh, yeah. what what is it what how do they what is the song again their bones are their money bones. Oh, yeah, bones you, are the money is the you best. You love the bones are their money. No, but the, like just the song, song that they like. It's like a rock. The, it's like a soft yeah, it's rock a, song. And then the other one that's Friday night. That one. Yeah, that's how they the ended season that, two. I think. Oh, it's so good. So there's like musical. It's just he's just really leaning into this guy now. <laughs> Every sketch is this guy, and I really think it's a good idea. I like how it's like they're not fucking around anymore. The guy is crazy. Right. He's con- he's crazy right away in the sketch. I feel like I, I like I'm so excited that I haven't seen all of it. Speaking of haven't seen all of it, Anya, you did finish Succession, and can we just give a closure to that since the two of us who watch it. Um, just for fans who also listen or watch Succession, and I haven't been able to really give into it. We, we can say spoiler alert. Do spoiler alert. Okay, so we assume that if you're still listening, you have seen the end of Succession. And also, Brian and Noah, how, how much do you guys care? Um, I already know who successes, so uh, okay. it was show, on another if podcast. A sh- if a show is good enough, then a spoiler won't even matter, because watching it's it true. will be, you know, yeah good. you'll forget I mean, it by I the guess. time it happens anyway honestly you probably will but uh, anyway we can talk about it without getting too specific it i thought it was great and um the scene with the hand is my favorite and um uh like the, the him not her not really holding his hand back and just laying it in his hand as he's like trying to yeah he's just you know inherited everything and he's they're in the car together that was like so powerful to me and also funny and i can't believe she did it i was shocked and hurt and so mad at her but the i was telling anya today the pivotal reason which i've learned about only from reddit threads about succession 
the reason that she said, no, it can't be you. I'm voting no, is because of how he behaved in Logan's chair when he sits down in the chair and he puts his feet on the desk, which I didn't even catch two times of watching it. And then he has an interaction with Stewie in that same office that was really obnoxious. And you can kind of see there's a little glimmer of her face being disgusted Mm. with him. And then when they get to the board meeting and hold the vote, Kendall starts out and is like, you know, I think we should just get to the vote. You know, this deal is a good deal. The reason why, you, sh- uh, you know, Roman and I secured it and we were very, you know, um, happy to do so and excited about it. And he didn't say that Shiv did too. And Shiv did play a part in that. So she felt like those three things and it comes to her and she's just like, fuck you, fuck you man. She's disgusted by him. She even says it in the boardroom. She's just like, I love you, but I can't. What did she stomach say? I can't you. stand. I can't stomach you. So I yeah. think that's it. But it was hard to understand. It was hard to accept. And it was like watching. It was like, no. Did you have any um, spoilers leading up to it, Anya, since you watched pretty late? Like, did you kind of I know? saw the Succession IG account posted Tom's picture. And then it said CEO. So I knew that it would be him. God damn it. I know. I'm like, give it, give it 48 hours, that guys. That sucks. Well, I was late. It's my... You know, I shouldn't be following. Yeah, I guess the they most waited. Succession He's got the most fun name to say. That's all I know. Tom Wom's games. I heard yeah, the etymology he of it. Did you hear that? Mm, I don't know where. Yeah, I heard it's that. about like a baseball player that did uh, struck out three people in 1926 or something. Really? So you. Yeah, oh, there was some. I heard it had that's something what I was to telling. do with like weakness, or I don't know. I forget what it was. Oh yeah, there was that one too. There's a lot of people just speculating about like what the the folklore of um, Succession. Um, I but yeah, absolutely that's the recap. loved this scene between him and Madsen, where Madsen's like, I don't know. And plus, what do you think? Like, what do you? Oh, that was amazing. Day? Plus, I kind of like want to fuck Siobhan. So, <laughs> and that made me horny too. That, that scene. Was I was waiting for Matson and Shiv to have a horny moment, and she wasn't even present. And I, it, he was kind of cuckolded yes. too. So that was like a kind of a that was a, a horny scene for sure. It was, but it was also like poor Tom, and also Tom fucking my dad when we were watching that. I watched the second time with my parents. My dad was just like. Oh, I fucking pussy. But like, Tom under his he was so knows bad what he's Tom. doing, oh too. Gosh. He totally knows how to play it, too. Yeah. He's not a d- dummy. So do you think top five show of all time? Yes. Now yes. That the landing? Top five? Yeah. For sure? But I haven't seen all the greatest sure. shows. I haven't seen Breaking Bad, even though I'd put that up there, even though I've never seen it. I just know. <laughs> the Wire I'd put up there. I've never seen it. I just know. Yeah. Um, and maybe Six Feet Under, I'd put that there. I just, I haven't seen it. I just know. Veep. And then I leave one space for one that I have seen, Veep. <laughs> <laughs> or 30 Rock alright we gotta go thank you guys for listening to the podcast um, come see me live uh, and follow the meme account and don't be cut and just send the show Nikki this is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. 
Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.